What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. Fatherhood's Fatherhood's Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. Yo, Fatherhood's fam, when you're out and about with your baby and they start wilding out, what do you do? Most dudes are fumbling through the traditional baby bag their lady prepped for them, trying to find that one thing that will calm the kid down. That doesn't have to be your life. Dig no more. The firstborn diaper backpack from Fly Dad has over 21 compartments to have everything right where you need it to be for you and your baby and keeping you fly through the process. Get $20 off when you visit flydadgear.com slash fatherhoods. Mic check, mic check. check All right, check. yo, we back. Um, Another episode. We got yeah. the whole fatherhoods crew today. We should, right. we should clap for that. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're the, we're the two week hiatus. Yeah, I mean, look, guys, y'all know how it is. The holidays be fucking shit up. So, like, we we do our best to try to jump on, um, even through some of those things. But the last few weeks ha- haven't been it for us. So we we hope you enjoyed the throwback episodes. We try to make them as relevant as possible. So would love your guys' feedback, um, if you have any. But but today we have a guest. And from what I gather, we'll get into the details, but he's been a long time listener, actually. So this is we don't do this very often, but we we do like to have folks that actually fuck with the pod jump on occasionally. So so welcome in dope. Aldo, man. Yeah. I what, up? Up? <laughs> what up, what up, man? Thank you for having me, man. Tell us a little bit about you, man. Uh, I'm a father, first and foremost. That's you the know. most important yeah. part. Right. I'm, right. glad, I'm glad that's where you. I'm glad that's where you started because you would have got the boot. Yeah, this ain't sisterhood. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> how, how many kids? Three. I got three. Uh, Eighteen. He'll be nineteen next month. Uh, that's my oldest. Uh, it's a boy. And my daughter, she's fifteen. And my youngest son, he's eight. He just turned eight two weeks ago. Nice. Oh, so you in the teenage trenches for sure. Oh my gosh! I, I the crazy thing is, I think the youngest one is probably worse than the two teenagers. Really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I see Manny I can, agreeing. Oh, I, I, that, that that checks out. Yeah, e like all them stories that you be saying, you know, you know the situations with your children, man. I'm like, yup, yup. I I understand. I know exactly what he's going through. You know, so 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 what? And you're and you're from Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah. So so how did you find out about fatherhood? The podcast. Uh, honestly, I heard about your guys' podcast was through a guest of yours, uh, Cipher Sounds. I'm a, Ooh. yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of Saif. Uh, yeah, shout out Saif, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Saif. I'm a fan of his. Uh, and Rosenberg's through their podcast, the Wine Epson podcast. Yeah. And so when when he was on your podcast and he like promoted it, I was like, oh, okay, let me let me check it out. You know, I just want to to support. Yeah. And and I heard that episode and I like y'all conversation where y'all was coming from. 
and I went back all the the episodes prior to his, you know, him being a guest, and I've been rocking with y'all ever since, man. Oh, dope. Nice. Good looking out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, so we got so a we got a Juan Epper on a, on our hands. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's funny because we've been meaning to have Scythe back on, but he's too fucking Hollywood these days. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. What, what's his, what's his saying? He's big in New York. What's his? He's very yeah. famous. He's very famous. famous. He's famous in New York. <laughs> yeah. Nah, shout out Scythe, man. We nah, gotta get him back. We gotta get it back. And by the way, yo, Scythe, promote our shit again, bro. Fuck. <laughs> we need more Aldos in our life. You heard? Yeah. <laughs> no, but so so you say you got three kids, uh, Aldo. Um boy, girl, boy, you said, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you re- you mentioned something. There was an episode recently that you that kind of hit home for you. Um, that we did. I think I think E was sharing some stuff that really connected with experience you had do you want to share a little bit about kind of what that was and like how that how that connected for you oh yeah man there was um i think he was mentioning kind of like sibling rivalry you know with his two and stuff like that and uh honestly the whole episode just hit home in like in multiple ways that's why like i really connected with it um but anyways the sibling rivalry growing up was just me and my sister and we would always just kind of like bicker and fight and and then some yeah and were you were and you I, older or younger or are i'm you the oldest the i'm oldest. the oldest yeah and we would you know once again fight <laughs> argue you know typical sibling rivalry and stuff like that and then the discipline from the parents you know one might favor the other you know whatever the situation is so i always told myself that when i got older or when i let me phrase that when i had kids I know that sibling rivalry might happen or they might have disagreements and stuff and that's fine. But when it comes down to like the fighting, like actual fighting, like there's like some true anger or something there. I was like, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to cut that. I'm going to cut it right there because I don't want them to grow up and have some kind of like, uh, hatred. Might, yeah. You know, I didn't want to go there cause it might be like, it might be too strong, but yeah, you know, I didn't want them to, go that route you don't want them to have animosity for each other as they got older exactly i I want them to you know be able to obviously grow up (laughs) with each other and be comfortable around each other you know hang out with each other all of that stuff and once again i know that there's you know they're gonna bicker you know one's older one's younger boys girl all that other stuff i i fully understand all of that stuff but like i said i I don't want them to have this animosity towards each other to where they're like uh you know like get away from me i don't even want to I don't even want to be around you. I don't want to, you know, be in contact with you. Any anything like that. Um, one example I can give is my daughter. You know, her and my youngest are always messing around, and I always tell her that's your younger brother. You know, that's like a seven year age gap. That's his job. Unfortunately, that's his job. Yeah. He's, he's gonna he's gonna mess with you. You know. Yeah. Um. And and I go. It bothers you. I understand it bothers you. I said, but it, it's never to the point where you, where you can't stand him and you want to know how I know. And she's like, how? I said, because every single day when you come home from school, you say, hey, butt face, where's my hug? <laughs> <laughs> that's and, that's and, beautiful. <laughs> and, and my youngest, no matter what he's doing, he right away goes and gives her a hug. And in that moment when I, you know, that situation, I was kind of getting on her. She didn't believe it. And lo and behold, literally the next day, she gets home from school and those exact words 
And when she says it, I look up at her and I go, no, que no. And she just starts, you know, smiling and cheesing. And she's like, whatever, dad, and walked away. <laughs> That's, That's dope. dope. That's dope. Yeah, because, right, because the episode that, that hit home for you was, he was talking about how, you know, he's struggling with the sibling rivalry and his mm-hmm. kids, like, bickering and having having some challenges. Um, it, It's cool that you're able to have that kind of dialogue with your daughter and be able to, like, express that. And it sounds like she understood. Do you get any pushback from her around that? Or have you gotten any pushback? Uh, Not much, but every now and again, yeah, because, you know, I'm not going to lie. My my son, the little one, is un cabron, for yeah. sure. <laughs> you know, but but at the same time, I try to, you know, I try to be behind him and be like, hey, dude, you know, you got to chill. That's your older sister. You know, she's going to be the one that, you know, she'll share her food with him, you know, snacks, whatever the case is like, Oh, you know, can I have some, if she's eating chips, can I have some? Yeah, go ahead. But sometimes on the flip side, she's like, Oh, Hey, can I have some? And he's like, no, come on, dude. Like you you can't, you can't be that way. You know what I mean? And, and and so sometimes she, she gets a little bit, a little bit over her head when she's like, Oh, well, it's because he does X, Y, Z or, and I go, I get it. I foot me. I fully understand it, you know, but you have to remember, He's only eight. He's younger than you. He, he's that's his job, unfortunately. Yeah. So, e, are, are you, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Now, I was gonna say, in your in your social circle, do you have? Do you find that you have folks that you talk about being a father with, or sharing these kind of stories, or asking advice or anything, or do you generally feel kind of isolated in the parenting world? It's a little bit of both. Um, not to get too like all deep in it. Like I work nights. I work overnights. I've been working nights pretty much since I got out of high school. Mm-hmm. So wow. because because of that, like my social circle just diminished and is almost non-existent. Uh, one of my close boys, our family dynamic is very very similar. Our kids are around the same age. Um, he's somebody that I could talk to, you know, chit chat with, you know, about parenting fatherhood stuff um unfortunately same thing we have conflicting schedules so we don't always get to like really chit chat about that stuff so hearing you guys talk about you know your you know your fatherhood situations it's it's almost like a i get it i i, I fully understand it hence why i'm always reaching out and i'm like yo you know i might give you guys a little bit you know some advice you know if me if if it's if you accept it of course yeah yeah, and, and, and actually, just, so to jump on that same question, um, are, are you or do you find it difficult? I mean, granted, you just mentioned your your schedule makes it really tough. But if there were opportunities for you to like build with other dads where the schedule wasn't a conflict, is that something you would gravitate toward, or you kind of feel like ah, that feels a little weird? I gravitate toward it. it it's yeah. cool because it's. Yeah, everybody talks about parenthood, parenthood, and all that other stuff, right? Mom, dad, mom, dad. But it fatherhoods, no pun intended, or pun right. intended. <laughs> it's it's all it's almost like a whole different thing, you know, because when when dads get together, it's we talk about our kids, but we talk about it as if it's regular homeboy conversation banter, like, yo, what up, bro? How'd you you know what's going on with you shit? Man, let me tell you what this kid did the other day. 
and you know and then it just goes from there yeah okay no and, and the reason i ask is um you know we we have this conversation a lot and we get hit up by a lot of folks like they find what we do helpful which is super dope like aren't you know we we have these conversations we decided to have these conversations publicly because we felt like it may resonate with people and ha- having people in a similar life stage that you can relate to is super helpful right even if like like you kind of hinted toward a little bit ago like you listen to us cuz you can relate with a lot of what we are going through or feel like you can add value by giving some sort of your perspective, right? Right, right. So, and and I think that's super powerful because in all, all of us here, you know, we, we have Latin connection, right? And so I feel like our people are very, you know, macho and all that kind of really to ourselves and can't take no advice from nobody because we're the man of the house and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Right. And so us being able to have these conversations, you know, we'll joke a bunch, but we have a lot of serious shit that we go through and we try to seek each other's counsel or at a minimum, just allow ourselves to be hurt. Right. And that, and I think that makes a big impact. So it's always good to hear from, you know, folks that listen, like, yo, here's how I receive what you're doing. Right. Cause it's always beneficial. And I'm always curious, like in the physical, do, do dads want, to congregate with each other because we've been frankly like we've been yeah mind you this guy's doing some polling right now some marketing polling a hundred percent got it <laughs> so do you want to buy this toaster <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> man just get it out bro just get it out. <laughs> nah Fucking but look, <laughs> look for, for our listeners we're trying to put something cool together um where we can have like a uh a meetup almost, right? We'll you know, be trying to figure out how to do that. Would that be cool? Knowing what you know about us and just like the kind of vibe we bring, like, is that something that if your schedule permitted, like you would be interested in kind of attending in, in person? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Right. The, I, right, I think the connect, the connection is like, once again, fatherhoods, yeah. hip hop music, yeah. you know, all that other stuff. So to be able to get around like-minded individuals, all with you know with children of varying ages mm-hmm. it, it'll be like a, a tight a dope connection yeah so right. if, if it were to come to fruition i'm with it <laughs> all right all right, all right. everybody can see manny's bald head his new bald head i'll, I'll show y'all again if y'all if y'all missed oh, it oh man <laughs> <laughs> let's go i yo, wasn't he, ready <laughs> he, yo he told me some foul shit the other day Right. Aldo. So uh, I'm like, you know, we're talking and and this is what I love about E because he tries his best not to sound like an asshole. And to me, I don't receive it like he's an asshole. But he, my works, Chihuahua, guys. but he works. He works at <laughs> not, <laughs> he works at not trying to communicate like he's an asshole sometimes when he's when he's trying to be serious. Yeah. And, and he goes. Yo, you know, I mean, not to be a dick, but. You look older with the ball head. <laughs> gotcha. And, I, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck, man. Whatever, right. bro. Oh man, dude. I I'm over. That's why I got my hair tied back. I didn't want to make you guys feel bad. <laughs> nah, you got you got that oh, full Mexican bro. hair, bro. Like that shit don't go away. Oh, bro, my, my shit draping. Yeah, no, nah, that's good. Um, E. Oh shit. He, he's he's having a moment with his dog over there. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I got all kinds of shit going. I think the kids, someone just got home. 
I was gonna ask you about your kids actually. Like, what's what's the latest in the sibling rivalry? Dude, oh, my daughter said some wild shit the other day, man. She um, I don't remember exactly the words, but it was like, and I don't even know if I should be putting it out there to be honest. All right, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not put you in the fucking no, 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 no. I mean, I think it's real shit, you know. I don't think anything's going to happen, but we got to keep a close eye. Um, she just yeah, said yeah, something yeah. like one day, like, like I I can't wait till he doesn't exist anymore. Something crazy like that about her brother. And me and my wife were like, what the fuck? And I was like, yo, we keep an eye because, you know, I don't want to be one of those crazy stories that you see on your feed of some kid that acts, you know, because she doesn't, you know, she might not know what she does. You know, it, like in the moment, like I've told you guys before stories where she's throwing something at his head. Luckily, it misses or or she instantly reacts and like wants to like hit him with something. But like over the head. Yeah, she might not know. So I'm like, keep the knives away. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never know that like, she might think that this toy over here is the same thing, but it's a real one over here. You know, and so we're always like, hold on. Actually, that's one of the kids right now. Y'all talk for a second. I'll come back. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> It's funny he says that. I mean, I guess it's not funny. But when I was a kid, my brother and I got into some heated argument. I can't remember what it was. And he he drew a, a butter knife. <laughs> and I was Damn. like, I was like, wait, what? Is this what we at? Right. And I, I felt a way for a long time about that shit. Cause I was like, yo, how you gonna how you gonna come at me with a fucking butter knife? Um and so I like that's real shit. You got to be careful because some, and a lot of kids like better or worse, like they, they say shit that comes to their mind. Cause that's whatever that's it, their emotion. And that's how they convey it. They don't necessarily really feel that way, but the way, because they express it with so much like vitriol, like you got to really be careful and take that shit serious. Um, so yeah, how's my daughter just walked in? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give you an example of like the dynamic too. So today, which is an, uh, a fatherhood story in itself, um, my daughter had a has had a loose tooth. She's five years old. And um, she's been excited because in the past, I think she's lost already two before, you know, the, the tooth fairy comes and gives her something. So she's hyped about tooth fairy, you know, dr- dropping off some bread for her. So she's <laughs> like excited trying to get the tooth to, to go. And yesterday I was like, you know, why don't you take it out? Or do you want me to take it out? I showed her one of those videos of like someone with like a power tool tied to a string. Have you seen that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and nah. she's like, oh, hell no. And she say hell no. But she was like, nah, I don't want that. So I was like, all right, well, so this morning I'm like, are you ready? You want to let me do it? And she's like, yeah. So <laughs> I start going at it. I, one time I take, I take a, a crack at it. It doesn't come out. She's like, no, 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 I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I don't do it. I said, let me try one more time. And she's like, okay. And bomb, I got it out. All right, and then my and then she starts crying. It didn't. She said it didn't hurt. She just cried out of like just the anxiety of it. Yeah. But she was like, no, nah, it didn't hurt, and she was actually hyped that that it came out. But she started crying, and then my son he comes over. No one tells him to do anything. He's like he like he like grabs her arm, goes, "I love you, sissy," and then he goes to grab her hand and gives it a kiss. <laughs> and, and I'm like, but then. Er, just a couple of minutes ago earlier that morning again my son comes downstairs he wakes up she's downstairs he goes good morning sissy he looks at her and then she's just looking at him stone cold he's like good morning good morning sissy all excited <laughs> there you go <laughs> so you're too. So you're too. 
<laughs> and um, and she's just looking at him stone cold, like, and I'm like, yo, say something to him for God's sakes. <laughs> but yeah, she's my little oh, hardcore, man. my little uh, hardcore princess. But ha- ha- have Kay, yeah, Kay. I mean, you're you got an only son, an only uh-huh. child, so it's not you don't have any of those concerns. But do do you does your like because your son is very caring, Kay, right? Mm-hmm. What yeah. what pushes him over the edge where he becomes like, you know, not a bad kid, but like you know what I mean, like the other side, the the hide comes out or the Jekyll, whatever the bad one is. Mm. He gets more, he gets more probably sad than angry. Although no, he's gotten mad at me a couple of times for some things. I think if he's, uh, it feels like he's not getting listened to. You know what I mean? Like if I'm kind of. If I if I'm like what's the word I'm looking for? If I'm just like dismissing his ideas or dismissing something that he's trying to a point he's trying to get across without really listening to it, mm-hmm. that that sets him off. Like he wants to be heard. He wants to like be part of the the conversation and and so like the quick nose of like even before he gets it out. If I'm just like, nope. <laughs> you know, he does he doesn't even he wants a discussion, right? He at least wants discussion about it yeah yeah wants to be heard yeah i'm an asshole asshole like that i'll i mean so the paying attention to thing is is really important i've i've noticed the more that i'm very um thoughtful mindful about like putting down my phone and not being on the computer being attentive yeah 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 the better our our relationship gets and when I'm doing the opposite, like I notice, like there is a little bit of resentment uh, from from my son in particular. Um, so so that shit is really critical. And it's but it's funny though because <laughs> he he wants to have the discussion. It's not just like yo, just give me a short answer, yes or no. No, like I want to talk through this thing. He wants details. He wants all of that stuff. Yeah, which is, he, I mean, he's fair. Here's a real right. random question. It's kind of veering off, but. You've got a you've got a almost nineteen year old son, right, Aldo? Yes. Okay. So, what? When did he hit puberty, and how was that transition for you? For because we always hear about like can't hear more stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we hear, I tend to hear a lot more stories about puberty and girls and going through changes and stuff, and I tend to hear less about how it affects boys and and I'm curious how that worked out for you was it did you notice a big difference or was it kind of smooth it was it was almost like from one day to the next um it might have happened around if i'm guessing 13 14 ish you know i I don't know i don't even know if that's normal or if that's late i I don't know Mm. he he tends to be a little quiet but i kind of started noticing when he was like oh can i go want to he wanted to start going out a little bit more and well, who are you going to go with and started, you know, giving girls names. And I'm like, ah, okay. I, I think, it, you know, it's starting to change. So um, it, it wasn't bad. You know, he, he's the crackling voice and, you know, <laughs> that lasted, you know, not too long, but from one day to the next, he went from like, Hey, can I go to the park to, Hey, can I go to the park? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey bro. You know, um, who are you? But right, did you notice? Exactly. Did, but did you notice any uh, like emotional changes? Change up of, 
I mean, the physical is usually easier to to see, but I mean, just in terms of kind of, you know, how did he deal with certain things that he may have dealt with, you know, in a certain way one time in his life, and then all of a sudden, you know, he might be tripping out, <laughs> you know. Right, right. Um, yeah. Th- there wasn't much of a uh, change. Um, not really, you know, he, he he's never really given me any issues. He's always been kind of quiet. He has, you know, has gotten testy, you know, with, with the mouth, you know, as, as hmm. all boys do at some point. You know, you just got to keep them in line. Um, but never, never too many problems, um, not acting out. Um, there was one other thing that just like slipped my mind, but yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't no crazy, uh, changes. Well, well give, why, give an example. Hold up, hold up. Give an example of testy and you keeping them in line. I want to know what that, what that entails. Oh, I'm Mexican, bro. So we just take the cinto y bola. No, I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, if he if he wanted to go somewhere, but his grades weren't where they should have been, and it was like, yo, check it out, homeboy, you can't go. And immediately, you know, he wants to get lippy. Oh, why? And how come, dude? You know the rules. This is why. If you want to go out, if you want to go hang out, whatever it is, you need to get these grades up. And a lot of times, if he was messing up, unfortunately, it was this is your punishment. You know. No video games, no TV, you're going to hunker down and you're going to do your homework. And, you know, if you're lucky, we'll let you outside for, for a breath of fresh air, you know, until, until these grades get brought up, you know, and fine. Unfortunately, that was, those were the moments where he would get a little bit testy because you're like, yo, bro, just if my thing in my house is if, if you're doing what you have to do, if you're on your shit, you don't got to worry about me. Once I get on your ass, that means that something's up. You fucking you're, you're, up, right? You're fucking up, and and you're not gonna like it. And you know, all all three of my kids, they don't like it when I'm on their ass. So that, that that's how that goes. <laughs> so, but when you're on their ass, it's just you finding ways to take something away, or or is there something else that they're just like, oh fuck, here comes dad. Uh, most of the time, it just takes something away phone tv you know whatever whatever the thing is you know video games whatever the case is like yo you want it back you know you gotta you gotta do this you gotta do that like my daughter for example messing up in a class right now all right look every day no tv when you do your homework because you're distracted and sit down in the kitchen and do the do your homework the phone comes to me when you get home from school and before you go to bed and i need you to start writing down all of these assignments you know, because it's always, oh, I forgot, I forgot, and I'm like, yeah, you forgot, but you didn't forget to ask me to take you to Starbucks. You didn't forget, to, you didn't forget to ask me to go hang out with your friend or to the football game. Like you didn't forget none of that. But this other is stuff, she, stuff that is she allowed social media? She is, but she got into some trouble earlier this year, and I kind of cut it all off. So, so for now, you know, it was just, it's one of those things that, Mika. It, it takes one one false move to you know ruin someone's trust. You know it wasn't it wasn't overly crazy wild like that, but nonetheless, it was something that was like okay, you're getting on social media. So, have you noticed a change in her since? I'm assuming this is 
many months. You said earlier this year, right? So has yeah. she changed in any way for the better or, or maybe worse because she hasn't been on it? N- not at all. Uh, you know, I, I, I told my daughter, I, I tried to go a long time without getting her a phone just because I, I didn't want my kids to be the, this, this new age of kids just faces in their phones and that, you know, you walk into a room now with a bunch of teenagers, nobody knows how to communicate, right. you know, even just a very basic, simple conversation, everybody's so just stuck in their phone. And that's what I didn't want for my kids. So my daughter for the longest, she was the girl that we'd what I'd be, you know, friends, houses, family events. She'd be with her sketch pad, her coloring book, or, you know, um, reading, you know, just reading books all the time. And I would tell her, it, she got a little older and it was, she wanted to start going out more, hanging out with her friends and stuff like that. And I was just like, I really didn't want to, but in these, in this day and age, you, you can never be too careful. So I caved and I got her a phone and I said, Mika, do not make me regret getting you this phone. And yeah, there's been, it's moments where it's like, damn it, why did I give her that phone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like why, why, you know, the, the one kid that used to be at, you know, reading all the time, books are like non-existent now now she's always on the phone and this and mm-hmm. third she's she's still drawing that's her thing but still like she's always on the phone now and i'm like yeah it's sometimes sometimes you got to take it away and if i do take it away she just knows she all right i need a break or b i messed up and she doesn't like get all wild and crazy about it let me ask you, you said you held off as long as possible for the phone right mm-hmm. in when she was younger um, or any of the kids, did you let them watch anything on your phones or on an iPad before, but just not give them their own? It, did you do that? My kids always know that my phone was not a toy. <laughs> they they always grabbed mom's phone. So they were, <laughs> they always had her phone, you know, YouTube and games. And every now and again, you know, if we were in a situation like, oh, we're at the barbershop, I go, okay, here, you know, here, play a game just to stay busy. Um. I'm sorry, I had a I had a brain fart. Can you repeat the question? <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no. You kind of yeah, answered it. You said so. You so you did give them the phone because that's my worry now. Because I'm of the same mind frame where I'm like I'm going to hold out as long as possible to give them a phone, but mm-hmm. in reality, like they're using our phones to watch YouTube Kids or they have their own iPads. Even though they don't keep the iPads on them, they know that they each have a designated iPad for each other and they they use those. So. As they get older, they're just going to probably reach for it more and more. And we're going to have to probably take it away, like officially from them. And I'm just worried that even though I'm saying I'm going to keep them away from having their own device, they kind of already have access to devices. You know, the worrying part about it all is that and uh, we've done it. We all I think all of us on here do this is that it's almost like. We're we're not allowing them to learn how to be bored or like, you know, what I mean, we're, we're. because we That's know what a pain is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, like we know how much easier it is, especially if we're outside or if we're at a restaurant or we're doing whatever, right? And we give our kids the phone to stay busy or, you know, let us get a breather, that kind of thing. We're all guilty of it. But then, yeah, but then we're also stopping them from learning how to just deal with a situation and be bored and, and try to figure it out. 
it's 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 a tough it's tough because you we do need those times where it's like all right I, I need you to chill out <laughs> right I can't yeah I gotta handle this but it, and it might be doing us them as parents service like, we yeah. might think it's weird for them to be bored because right. I find my we know how to be bored oh for sure my wife and I we find ourselves all the time like looking at my son who's actually pretty good at just playing with toys versus my daughter who's not as good as doing that he'll just go and start playing with toys and we're like oh look at him wow and i'm like now i'm like come on that is nothing special you know that's what we all did growing up but it's like it's crazy now and then but just think about it go ahead go ahead no i just think about like outside of even going to, to play but like how many times when we were growing up, you know, if we had, we went somewhere with our mom or whatever, and they sat us down, so, you know, we didn't necessarily have something to look at. You just got to sit there and you got to, you know, right. daydream or space out or just figure it out until it's time to go. Figure you know, out how and, to get and, your, your, your teeth smacked out of your mouth. Oh. <laughs> and I don't think, and, and I think this new generation, the, the new generation for the most part, you know, we haven't taught them how to do that because, because we kind of, you know, we need, we want our space, but we also want to feel like, oh my God, uh, poor baby being bored, you know, that kind of stuff. We want, we want them to not feel Suffer. the pain. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's better for them in the long run, probably. Right. And and that's what I was going to get at because yesterday I had, uh, I had to take my son with me, which usually doesn't go to the gym with me because my daughter's doing a recital practice for her ballet classes and he had to be there the whole time with me and he took some toys he took you know eventually i was gonna i knew i was gonna have to give him the phone but there's a point where he was just sitting there with his you know just sitting there like a good little boy like with his with his you know his yeah. hands together and he just sat there just like looking just looking observing and then this lady passed by yeah. and she's like what mm -hmm. a good boy and i'm like yeah damn this is, <laughs> it, but that's what i'm trying to say it's like i think for us parents in today's age that's <laughs> almost like like strange like we're not used to it i'm used to you want to see them it's a lot yeah, yeah. With 100%. You know? it's a lost yeah. art <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. um do you guys um e uh especially because you got the the younger ones um do you travel with like with with their like ipads like say you, like you and the family like oh come on guys let's go you know family dinner night whatever and do you take the ipads with you so to keep them entertained, or you, or do you just take take the kids with you and leave the tablets at at home? We 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 don't take it all the time, but the thing is, is that if we don't take the tablets. Our phone eventually comes out. Mm. So so the way it usually goes down is that we'll like let's say we're gonna go out to dinner somewhere, um, and specifically it's places like like going to dinner. But if they were to go to, if we were to take them like a Chuck E. Cheese or a park, they're not gonna go on the phone. Right, but right. Somewhere like dinner, for example, what we do is we just wait. We don't take the pads usually, the iPads, unless it's like a specific dinner that we know we're going to be there for a while with like some friends and family. And eventually we'll just give them the iPad. But what it is, is that we just hold out for as long as possible. We don't mention it. And then once they start mentioning it, we'll be like, well, we'll use that as a bargaining tool for them to eat. Well, you know, we'll be like, there you go. Well, if, <laughs> if you eat this, you know, then after you eat that, then you'll get the phone. But unfortunately at some point in that in that time period they're going to eventually get you know the phone or an ipad if we have it we don't usually take the ipads which is directly to your question but it's the same thing it's the phone right so. 
Yeah, I, I was. I've always been like opposed to that. Like, I would, you know, you go out to eat and you see f- families with their kids, and mom and dad or the adults are talking, and the kids are just, you know, on the tablet. And if they take it away from them, they have like a meltdown. A They're fit, freaking yeah. out. Yeah, just going crazy. And I was like, I, I don't want that for my kids. And, and we never did that. We, we never did that with we, even with my youngest. Like, we, we don't do that. Yeah, the phony might come out for the youngest one, despite right. the uh, you know, despite the you know, the older two they had they had their own phones, but as, when they were growing up, when they you know they didn't have you know the phone or the, or the tablet, we never traveled with it because it was just like, no, I want you guys to be able to sit down with adults, or even just have conversation amongst yourselves, you know, or maybe even depending on the conversation with adults, and you know, intermingle with that instead of just like. Where's the tablet? Where's my tablet? Oh, I'm bored. I'm bored. I need the tablet, you know, while we're at dinner or whatever. I think that uh, the one, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not not excuse, but. Exception? The, yeah, the exception is my son, for example, he's the, he's the youngest. We don't have a lot of our friends or family. They don't have like younger ones his age. So if we might go somewhere where he might be the only kid, it's like, all right, we might take like the iPad, just be like, all right, dude, you know, take, but we always tell him, no, grab your backpack, take some toys. And then he'll go and grab whatever his, his flavor of the month is and then put it in there. And then we'll take the iPad with. So he has like a, a combination, the best of both worlds. So we, I mean, as much as, as much as we don't, uh, you know, we try to fight it in some way, shape, or form. We got a cave, right? Like the right. devices are a reality. Kids are going to be gravitating toward them. It's a part of their entire world. Like all of their peers, that's table stakes. It's the norm, right? How how you help them not become zombies with them things? I think is the more practical question, right? Like how do how do you do that? And that's a struggle. But like for instance, in my house. My 16-year-old, she's driving now. And I've given her, like, basically free reign in my car unless I have to actually go somewhere. Like, yo, go. Go drive yourself to school. Starbucks is, like, her every day after school. And I'm like, yo, you don't got a job. What the fuck are you doing? But that's, <laughs> an- that's another conversation. But but I said, yo, here's, here's the way this is going to go. You can drive the car, but you got to make sure that you go to sleep by 1030. Like head on a pillow, lights off, phone off, basically, 1030. And if you a minute late, you don't get to drive the car the next day. And for her, that's a big motivator because she wants to make sure she don't have to wait for the school bus, which she never does, or have to carpool with her friends. Like she'd rather take the extra five minutes that she can use in the morning to drive, you know, to drive herself and, and have that flexibility. So she's she's fucked it up one time and i'm giving her i was like all right i'll give you a pass because this is you're still getting used to it she's getting three strikes until the end of the school year but she's on her job like she's handling and she and i asked her because we've been doing it for several weeks i was like yo how do you feel because she would wake up every morning like stress the anxiety that builds up like these kids get a lot of homework so she's Mm -hmm. trying to juggle all these things and she's like you know like yeah i feel better rested you know at toward the end of her school day she's wasted but she's able like i notice her demeanor is different before like it was very like like 
anxious, I guess is the way to describe it. So, you know, sometimes we can use these different things to our advantage to try to set us uh, a behavior that we know is going to be beneficial for them down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I fully agree with that. I understand that like at times when I've had to take the phone away from my kids or whatever it is that they like bedtime at this time, just like you bedtime at this time, no electronics, none of that go to bed. You can see, you can kind of see that they're like more well rested or just like you said, like not as anxious. They're more, they're kind of like more chill, more relaxed. And I think in today's society, it's just the, the constant looking at the phone, social media, we're there. Everything is fast. Everything, you know, the news information is just constantly going. And, and you know, teenagers nowadays, it's like they got to be in the loop. They got to be in the loop. If you miss yeah. something for like a day, you're already behind so much. And, right. and it's just a constant, it, it, it's, it's like it a builds up anxiety, constant, right? It's a constant machine that just keeps running. It's just like, there's no, there's no break then they, they need a break. <laughs> right. Absolutely. And, and I think another worry that, that I I'm really worried about, and we kind of spoke about it. I don't know. I think before we started, um, you know, in, in fatherhoods, we've spoken about like instilling like that street smarts, common sense in our kids that, that maybe they might not get because then maybe they didn't grow up the way we all grew up. Um, and so that's, that's a fear in it's by itself, you know? So that's just regular street smarts. But now I feel like with social media and the devices, there's another common sense type of like street smarts that goes with, with social media, especially with all the AI stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. like we're seeing AI where it's duplicating people's lips and, and the, and you know, the face swapping and all this stuff. And it's like, do will the kids have a, a common understanding to be able to differentiate what's real and what's not? Because it's going to be harder and harder, you know, to just kind of have that gut feeling, which is what street smarts is, to know this this ain't right, this ain't real, or this is a this is something's fake here, or you know, I'm not going to go with this. Something tells me this ain't this ain't you know real, and that's what I'm worried about as well. It's, it's, it's real shit. It, it it's something that. It, it, it's hard to teach. So like this, this is my little thing that I've been kind of talking about for years amongst like friends and family. It's, so I you know, grew up in Chicago, all that other stuff, anywhere, anywhere in the world. If you grow up in the hood, you just tend to develop like a sixth sense for stuff, whether you're involved in the street stuff or not, you just tend right. to develop some kind of sixth sense. You know, you, you're aware of your surroundings just out of habit, I guess, naturally, just whatever. And when it was time for me and my lady to buy a house and all that stuff, granted, we, we wanted to stay in the hood. It's our comfort zone. It's what we know. It's where our friends and family are at. Cool. But just like you mentioned earlier, he's like, you know, we don't want our kids growing up in that environment. So you, or we don't want them to go through what we did. So you kind of, okay, what do we do? Well, we, we hopped, we hopped over the border or the state, I should say. Um, I was born in the Southeast side of Chicago and a lot of people in that area, tend to move over to Indiana, like the Northwest Indiana section. So when it was time for us to buy a house, we're like, you know what? We had already moved, lived in Indiana. So we're like, you know what? It's not about us no more. It's about these kids. You know, we don't want them growing up in that environment. So with all that being said, my kids are just oblivious to anything going on at the time, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, me and mom growing up in the hood, we're, we're aware of our surroundings at all, at all times. We know what's going on. Hey, something's going on over there. Let's go, you know, this way. 
our kids are just oblivious. And this is just, you know, prior to social media, you know, the cell phones and all that, they're, they're just like oblivious of their surroundings. You know, I'm sitting here telling my daughter stories of, you know, all my friends, the game bangers and all that other stuff. And, you know, having to watch what colors, you know, we wear in different areas. And, you know, my daughter with her innocence, you know, she's like, well, what do you, what do you mean, dad? Like you couldn't wear certain colors on certain days of the week? Or, <laughs> and I'm like, no, Mika, this was at every anytime. day, anytime, you know, oh, you know, oh, there's a party over here on Friday. We're at, okay, I gotta, I gotta be careful not to wear these colors because, you know, this gang is their rivals, et cetera, et cetera. And so anyway, with all that being said, it's our kids nowadays, they just don't have that sixth sense, you know, aware, aware of the surroundings, just like you said, with the AI stuff, they're just so used to what's in front of them, I guess. And, and unfortunately it's all media, you know, digital, it's just everything that's on the, um, phones, tablets, things like that. Yeah. If that makes sense. Sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. no, it totally does. It totally it's, does. And that's the new frontier of like, you know, you know, we know it's, it's, it's a, it's a cesspool for scammers and, and, you know, and just, and just like, and it's, it's a new, you know, in a, in a way it's educating our children, whether we like it or not. And right. do we like the curriculum in that education? You know what I'm saying? Is what we have to wonder because we don't really have control. Or we can't oversee 24 hours of the day of what they're watching. I mean, I can right now cause they're little, but I'm talking about in the future. And if right now AI is where it's at, imagine ai and bots and all this different stuff like i'm i'm hoping like my hope is that the only way that we're going to overcome this dilemma as a society is that one of these next generations that come up rebels against it completely and thinks it's whack thinks that social media is terrible and thinks that these devices aren't any good for us i don't know that that'll happen but that's the only way i see us getting past it it's it's a constant evolution like we just adapting to the new is always a challenge and figuring out how to many digitals defending digital <laughs> well <laughs> a little bit um, but now nah, but but understanding like how to leverage these things in a good way right like just as much as you can leverage them in a positive way somebody can leverage it in a negative way like everything like you got all sorts of examples throughout history it's it's because it's going to be so well ingrained in our kids and their kids and so on and so forth lives, fighting it is almost futile, right? So it's really about education. Like, yo, right. these things can be used for really foul shit. Be careful. But also, here's some examples of some good stuff. And you should be aware of these things because these are going to be instrumental for you to find a way to make money in the future. And all these, you know, society is going to be integrated with a lot of these things if it keeps going the way it's going. So, like, not necessarily, yeah, show them, like, how fucked up it could be, but also, like, yo, you got to figure out the balance. And that's all, I think that's all that we can do as parents not plugged into, like, creating this tech, but more so just, like, yo, like, here's how we observing this shit. Let's try to navigate this as best we can. Right, exactly. the The thing that I tell my kids all the time is the best the best teacher is experience. Right, they don't listen though. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, they they you're gonna you know as as parents we try to you know help our kids out to avoid certain situations, whether it be you know 
friends, fake friends, you know, boy, girl issues, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, this is what's going to happen. You don't believe me? Okay, fine. Watch it happen. And then it does happen. And they're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but all we can do is just tell them. We can help them to try to avoid it. What they do with that information or that advice is completely up to them. So that's a fact. All right. Um, Aldo, last question for you before we get out of here. What don't you see? In the Fatherhood podcast that you wish you could. <laughs> this guy was calling. <laughs> and buy this toaster. No. <laughs> yeah. Nah, right? But like, like what's missing for you, if anything? Uh, honestly, man, if I'm being honest, nothing. But th- that's for me. You know, that, yeah, that's, that's, just, that, that's that, all you that, can that's answer. That's my for. opinion. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, conversation you guys come in every week of just you know parenting situations and and it's just conversation and you guys give each other advice. I've, I've taken advice from you guys at times. It's, it's Some of it has worked. Other other stuff is just kind of like, oh, well, that didn't go how I expected <laughs> it to. But hey, fine. You know. Sorry. Sorry. We should not, put a disclaimer. We got to be yeah, yeah, right? not experts. <laughs> but right. But it's like it, it, I don't see any anything that, that you guys are missing. Per, once again, personally. Except that, the that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a choice I've been missing it for a long right. time already. <laughs> right. you know but but that that's just me you know okay. I, I i i like what you guys bring to the table and then some it, it's it's dope you know your guests that you have that that you um bring on you know they're they're cool too it, it, a lot of times it's rappers it's always dope to hear yeah yeah we know about your albums we know about this we are we know your whole history already but right. tell us about that one time when your kids wanted to prank you and you know they hit you with eggs when you walked in the door you're like oh man okay it's dope to see that father side um but even then when you guys don't have a guest it's just as dope appreciate that oh yeah we appreciate it and and, you know you you've been listening watching for for quite a bit and you know when you slide into the dm and like have a thought or whatever like trust like obviously one we see it and we appreciate it but two like it does wherever we can incorporate it. Uh, we try to, and worst case scenario, we're like, "Yo, thank you," because I mean, the feedback is so helpful to us. Because mm-hmm. um, we, you know, we, we try. We're trying to improve this thing as we go, and listener feedback is a critical piece of how we try to shape what we're doing. So, whenever you continue to have ideas, thoughts, or even just want to like get get some advice through, like we always are willing to receive it. So, thank you anytime man thank you thank you guys for all the everything all the episodes the, the, the feedback the advice everything that, like i said i i've learned some stuff from you guys i've taken different approaches things that have made me think like oh man you know what i didn't think about it that way or maybe i should approach this situation this way or you know i'm an overthinker so at times i'm like man maybe, maybe I should, <laughs> what if i what if i tell my kid this or what if they get mad or what if instead of just that you know, there's been times where you guys have just been like, "Hey, I just flat out went up to my kid and asked them this," and you know, you got your response, and I'm like, "You know what? Fuck it, let me just give it a go." Yeah. And I've I've had I've had positive results in just being straight, just straightforward instead of just thinking. Dope. So, dope, Aldo, man, it was a pleasure. Thank you for for joining us. For yeah, man, thank time. you. I appreciate it. 
man yeah. thank you guys for the invite man anytime anytime <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah for sure we'll do it again yeah for all sure right. man all right that's a wrap y'all take peace, care man take it easy aldo peace y'all man thank you once again all right peace. appreciate you yo be a father if not why bother son a boy can make him but a man can raise one be a father to your child 